Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This morning, the border debate heats up. Our Home Affairs Minister heads to Sri Lanka as more boats arrive on Australia's doorstep. The new super vaccine, which targets COVID, the flu and more. Tragedy in Queensland's Lockyer Valley, a man stabbed to death and his house set alight. A family devastated, thieves steal a van used by their teenage son who's in a wheelchair. And Collingwood withdraws a contract for troubled star Jordan Dugowie. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. New Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill has met senior officials in Sri Lanka to address the rising tide of asylum seekers heading to Australia by boat. Political reporter Jennifer Beshwati is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Jen. What did they discuss? Well, good morning, Jody. The reason why she's there and what you just mentioned, that is that there has been a rise in people trying to come by boat from Sri Lanka since Labor won the election. And the new Home Affairs Minister, Claire O'Neill, met with the Sri Lankan president yesterday, as well the foreign minister, and held what's been described as a people-smuggling roundtable. It has become quite an issue. We don't have the exact details, but a number of boats have been turned back over the last couple of weeks. In recent days, uh, days two plane loads Loads of people, of asylum seekers, have been returned to Sri Lanka from Christmas Island, including several women and children. And Ms O'Neill said uh, her message was very clear. Australia's border protection policies have not changed. And that was echoed by Prime Minister Anthony Albanese yesterday. We understand that there are issues in Sri Lanka and that the wrong messages are being given by people smugglers. Our message will be very clear that people who arrive by boat will not be settled here. So, Mr Albanese, they're also making uh, the point that the Australian government acknowledges that there is a humanitarian and economic crisis that's gripping the country at the moment, which is why so many uh, Sri Lankans are trying to flee the country. And Ms O'Neill, while she was over there, made a, fl- a funding pledge, uh, $55 million in emergency aid, $23 million will go towards development aid and $22 million for food supplies. Jody. OK, Jen Beshwadi, thank you. The Australian arm of pharmaceutical giant Moderna has revealed it's developing a super vaccine that targets COVID, the flu and three deadly respiratory viruses. The company is also set to release a jab that targets the Omicron strain by August. Moderna claims its production model is now so quick that it's capable of producing vaccines that are specific to viruses within weeks. 
An Australian woman has allegedly been brutally murdered by her father-in-law in northern Pakistan. BBC Urdu reports Sajida Tasneem relocated to Pakistan with her husband and her three young children, but had recently wanted to move back to Perth. Her father-in-law allegedly opposed the move and confiscated the family's passports before attacking her in front of her own father. Punjab police have confirmed a person has been arrested and charged with murder. The Department of Foreign Affairs says consular assistance is being provided to the family. The New South Wales government will commit a record $37 billion when it delivers the state's largest ever budget today. The centrepiece is a cost of living package, which includes half a billion dollars to free up land for housing, $400 million to fast-track elective surgery and $38 million for electric vehicle charging. First home buyers will be given the choice of paying land tax instead of stamp duty. Queensland is also poised to unveil what Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk says will be a historic health budget today. The state government has been criticised for announcing a partnership for 1,200 new social and affordable homes, which was actually part of a pledge from last year. Cost of living measures are also on the cards. A man has been stabbed to death and his house set on fire in Queensland's Lockyer Valley. Emergency services were called to Laidley shortly before 10 o'clock to find the 48-year-old with multiple stab wounds. The fire was spreading quickly through his house. Police believe it's a targeted attack and a manhunt is underway this morning. A teenage boy from Sydney has died after a horror skiing accident in the New South Wales Snowy Mountains. It's believed Oliver Johnston lost control and crashed into a tree. He was treated but later died at a medical centre. North Sydney's Shaw School, where he graduated last year, has released a statement confirming it's supporting the family during this difficult time. Heartless thieves have stolen a specially equipped van used to transport a Melbourne teenager in a wheelchair. 14-year-old Jude needs the van to get to school and medical appointments, but it was taken in the middle of the night. CCTV captured the thieves speeding off. It's definitely not about punishment. We just want the car back. <laughs> Please. It's, it is no ordinary vehicle. It's not like we can go out and hire another car. Without the van, this bike is the only way Jude can get around. Two boys aged 13 and 14 are fighting for life after a crash near Toowoomba in Queensland. They were among four boys taking a stolen car for a joyride when it rolled on the Warrego Highway, leaving them with critical head injuries. They were airlifted to Queensland's Children's Hospital. The other two were also taken to hospital, one with neck and spinal injuries. Collingwood has taken action in the wake of Jordan Dugowie's mid-season break in Bali, reportedly withdrawing a lucrative deal which would have kept him at the club for another four years. It's believed the deal was worth more than $3 million. The star forward was a no-show at training yesterday and he's expected to attend high-level talks with the club president soon. If you're planning a post-pandemic overseas holiday, be prepared to spend big for the privilege. Latest figures show Aussies are flocking to exotic destinations, but fuel costs and flight limits are making it expensive. Since the recent easing of entry requirements, more Australians have been jetting off. These on the well-trodden path to Bali. 
Australians are now back travelling internationally, all the way back to where we were in pre-COVID. In May, Aussies forked out $46 million on international flights, accommodation, car rental, cruises, trains, tours and travel agents. The highest monthly spend on overseas travel in three years and $3 million more than in May 2019. The soaring demand comes despite prices heading sky high. Airline chiefs are pointing to factors beyond their control. Alan Joyce saying our fuel bill next year will be $1.8 billion more than it was before COVID. Airfares will have to go up with the oil prices. But there's also a lot of planes up back in the sky. So many still grounded, while others, like this Qantas A380, are being dismantled for spare parts. And it's not just flights. Hotels, I think this 40-50% increase in pricing is going to be around for a little while. Prices are expected to stay high for the next few months. Travellers able to pay top dollar by dipping into their savings or spending loyalty points. There are still some deals around, but not enough to satisfy demand. Later this year, probably the fourth quarter, we probably will see a bit of an easing, um, probably around October, November. Gemma Acton, 7 News. A woman is expected to be charged over a hit-and-run which left a little boy badly injured in Geelong. The five-year-old was crossing a street on Friday when he was struck by a car. It's alleged the driver briefly stopped but drove off when bystanders tried to help him. She was arrested yesterday and the boy is now in a stable condition in hospital. Thieves have targeted an Adelaide food bank for the second time in a month, making off with goods worth tens of thousands of dollars. They stole donated perfume and cosmetics, which were set to be distributed to other charities, including one which supports homeless women in crisis care. The food bank has had strengthened security mesh installed and police are now on the hunt for the culprits. Victorian schools are clamping down on vaping, introducing new technology to curb the harmful trend. Some have installed vape detectors inside bathrooms and cameras outside to catch students in the act, but not everyone agrees deterrence is the best this is policy. This a band-aid solution to be able to detect kids who are doing the wrong things. We actually need to cut this problem off at the knees and really work on the retailers. They know they're selling these things illegally to kids. The state government argues the technology doesn't always work and students will find somewhere else to vape. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is down 38 points this morning. The Nasdaq is higher. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords finished the day 54 points lower and the ASX 200 lost 41 points. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,838 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 110 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 69.5 US cents, 93.88 Japanese and $1.09 New Zealand. Holidaymakers in the US have been caught up in a travel nightmare with thousands of flights cancelled during the long weekend. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. What's caused this chaos? Morning, Jody. Well, there's a holiday weekend in the United States. In fact, it marks roughly 160 years since the end of slavery and the US Father's Day. Now, through the pandemic, we've seen that holiday weekends have been a recipe for a travel mess. They seem to have become almost ingrained in the system. And this one has been no exception, by some measures worse. Since last Thursday, more than 5,000 flights have been cancelled. Almost 30,000 
80,000 delayed and chaotic scenes at US airports as travellers in the millions try to cope with uh, the shortcomings that airlines ostensibly developed over the pandemic, a time when staff were cut back and now trying to ratchet up again to meet the demand. It's been a very messy weekend here for travellers. Jody, Sounds like it, Tim. Thank you. Millions of commuters across the UK are expected to be affected by the biggest rail strike in 30 years. Strike action is planned for today, Thursday and Saturday, and passengers are being urged to only travel by train if necessary. The union is asking for a 7% pay rise for its workers, but last-minute talks with the government were unsuccessful. London's underground network will also close tomorrow. Southern China continues to be pounded by severe storms and flash flooding. Millions of people have been displaced by the rising waters, while properties and farmlands have been swamped. A fire crew got caught up in their own emergency when their truck was swept away by a raging torrent. They eventually made it to safety. More heavy rain is forecast for the coming days. More than 70,000 workers have marched through Brussels, demanding government action to tackle rising living costs. The Belgian capital came to a near standstill due to strikes at Brussels airport and on public transport. Inflation is at 9% in Belgium, mirroring sharp rises in other countries across Europe. Venom from some of the world's deadliest snakes could help save thousands of lives by stopping uncontrolled bleeding. Australian researchers are creating a potent gel that can seal wounds within a minute. Some snakes can kill in less than half an hour, but a special mix of their deadly venom can actually save lives. The snake has evolved this over billions of years to be really very, very efficient. Queensland researchers found a combination of venom from sore-scaled vipers and Australian eastern brown snakes can speed up blood clotting and prevent clot breakdown, stopping uncontrolled bleeding within a minute. And we're seeing up to five-fold uh, reduction in blood loss after injury and three-fold faster clotting times. Scientists are creating an extremely potent gel to be sold in pharmacies and added to first aid kits. We could take a, a fraction of a grain of sand in each wound and it will clot the wound. It could even be used on shark bites or military personnel injured in combat. Because 90% plus of soldiers in the field die not because of the wound but because they actually bleed to death. Scientists are also exploring if the gel can be used to treat burns. They hope to begin human clinical trials in 18 months. Current products to control bleeding aren't good enough and we have a product that we think can really uh, change those outcomes. And reduce the 40% of deaths caused by blood loss. Crystal Leatherington, 7 News. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. To sport now and Cowboys excitement machine Murray Tawangi is set to make his Maroons debut on Sunday, having been named on the wing to replace the injured Xavier Coates. The 23-year-old hasn't even played 50 NRL games, but he's played a significant role in North Queensland's resurgence this season. To be where I am right now, um, yeah, exceeded my goals for this year, so I'm pretty stoked to be in the position I am. Jai Arrow earned a state of origin recall. The Rabbitohs forward will start on the bench. Nathan Lyon believes the upcoming test series against Sri Lanka will be a two-spin operation. Though with Ashton Agar injured and Mitchell Swepson's recent omission from Australia's ODI team, the Aussies are weighing up their options. Left-arm spinner Matthew Kuhneman has entered the test conversation, the newcomer endorsed by Lyon. Big fan of Matt. I think uh, he's a pretty composed uh, character, so I think that can go a long way into uh, the start of his international career. The first test against Sri Lanka starts on June 29. Better conditioning and an unwavering set-piece, just two key elements that Wallabies coach Dave Rennie has signalled as areas of improvement this year. Having set up camp in Queensland, the Wallabies are preparing for a three-test series against England, Rennie highlighting plenty of growth during the last 12 months. I definitely think there's been a shift in skill set. Um, yeah, as we've witnessed at uh, Super Level, and, you know, we, we want to grow our game awareness, and, and that's growing too. The series starts on July 9 at Suncorp Stadium. Lani Pallister has made history at the Swimming World Championships in Budapest. The 20-year-old finished third in the women's 1,500-metre freestyle race, earning Australia's first medal in the event. Katie Ledecky's dominance in the race continued, the American picking up her fourth title five seconds faster than her gold medal-winning time at the Tokyo Olympics. Since 1973, Australia has won 11 medals in the men's 1,500 metres at the World Championships, including six gold. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a clearing front will bring gusty showers and alpine snow to southeastern Victoria, New South Wales and Tasmania. Onshore winds will bring coastal showers to southwestern WA, southeastern South Australia, western Victoria, Queensland and Arnhem Land. High pressure will keep elsewhere settled. Around the capitals today, sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 22 degrees. A late shower or two, 20 the top in Sydney. A shower or two in Canberra as well, heading for a top of just 12. Showers easing, 15 degrees in Melbourne. Hobart, a shower or two, heading for 14. Adelaide, showers increasing with a top of 16 degrees. Perth, a morning shower or two and 22 degrees. Mostly sunny in Darwin today, heading for 33. And that's 7 Early News for this Tuesday.